Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Three and Out Podcast. I'm John Middlecoff. Hopefully, you guys all had a good weekend. Guess if you're listening to this on Tuesday, had a good Monday. I know as of midday Monday, I'm having a good day. Hope you are as well. A uh, lot going on. We had a big trade. Finally happened. Julio Jones, now on the Titans. I'll dive deep into that from the Atlanta side, the Titans side, and just some overall winners and losers. The Green Bay Packers wide receivers are back. Uh, We'll do a little bit also on the extension potential on some of these young quarterbacks. Baker, Lamar, and Josh Allen. I, I have a take there. And just some other little stuff from around the football world. Nick Saban got a contract extension. I think it's fair to say Nick Saban is going to retire an Alabama head coach. Whether that's in a year, five years, two years, who knows? But he's not going anywhere. For those of you that have left a review, a three and out podcast, would greatly appreciate if you haven't. If you like the show, leave a review. Helps with us selling it. If you listen on Colin's feed, if you could subscribe to the three and out feed, that would also help business dealings. Greatly appreciate that as well. Middlecoff Mailbag, we do it at the end of the show. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. You want to get on this show, you just fire in those direct messages. 
at John Middlecoff, shoot me a DM, and you get your question answered here. And if I ever, some of you people are like, Middlecoff, I asked you a question, you didn't answer it. Sorry, I get a lot of DMs. If I didn't answer your question, I always get back to you personally through the DMs. So that, that's, that's how we roll here in 2021 in the podcast space. But let's dive into the show. Julio Jones, now a Tennessee Titan. And just an overall theme. I was thinking about this on Monday morning. All good things come to an end. That's just a re- reality of life, right? Even if you have a great marriage, right? 50% of people get married, get divorced. The people that get married, like, one day we die. I'm not, not to sound morbid here, but everything ends. Everything. And I think in business, now more than ever, partnerships are much shorter, right? What Julio Jones playing 10 years for the same franchise coming out in 2011 draft, that was pretty impressive, right? And really, he was in the same group of, of several guys. A.J. Green, J.J. Watt is definitely a Hall of Famer. That, you know, this many years into their career, they finally changed teams. It's kind of an outlier. It's not a normal situation for a guy to even last in one spot non-quarterback that long. It went really well. And for whatever reason, a lot of variables, cap implications, new general manager, new head coach, new vision. Anyone who's been a part of any business to get new management, right? New management changes everything. It always does. No matter what whether it's football or whether it's insurance sales. Like, you get a new boss that's in charge of the, you know, in football, it's the personnel, the employees, however you want to, you know, categorize it. Things are going to change. And then when you factor in their financial situation, like, it is what it is. Now, it's a big deal when a name moves team, right? When J.J. Watt signed with the Cardinals, when A.J. Green signed with the Cardinals, Cam Newton, who was also in that draft class last year when he left the Panthers. Like, it's... They are famous players, right? Perennial pro bowlers. Julio's a Hall of Famer. It, it's, it's a big deal in name recognition. Now, on the field, who knows, right? I, for every 33-year-old that has success, there are 10 guys that kind of fall off a cliff. 32, that's the nature of the sport. But when I look at Atlanta, like, listen, they're hitting the reset button. Slash, maybe they think they can be pretty good on offense. They just basically drafted his replacement. We'll get into that here in a second. But Arthur Smith, who had spent 10 years with the Tennessee Titans, that's a long time. They clearly, Mike Vrabel, changed his career. We're all human beings. No matter, it's like, take the best price, do the best deal. It's easier to do deals with people you know, respect, and kind of care about, right? Mike Vrabel elevating Arthur Smith when LaFleur got the Packers job changed his career. He went from just being this position coach who was the FedEx, you know, Fred Smith's son to the best or top two or three offensive coordinator in the league the last couple of years. Changed Derrick Henry's life, put A.J. Brown on the map, created Ryan Tannehill's new career. Like Arthur Smith became a big deal under Vrabel, under John Robinson. So did he do them a little bit of a favor here? I don't know. But clearly the offers were not as crazy as you would think. Because the, the Atlanta Falcons had to attach a six-round pick, right? And you can say, Middlecoff, a six-round pick is not anything. I would agree, but usually when you are, if it's a quote-unquote seller's market, I don't have to attach a pick. I go back to, I remember when the Raiders traded Khalil Mack, and they didn't get two ones and a two. They got two ones, and they did a pick swap. Like, we're doing pick swaps. You got, you're trading Khalil Mack. You don't attach anything. 
right? Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jamal Adams, nothing gets attached with them. They just go and you get back picks. And that's not what happened here because it was complicated, older veteran player. I get it. Like, that's just, Atlanta, Julio Jones has happened thousand times in the NFL in my lifetime. Older veteran player, new administration. It's tough because Atlanta's history, he's probably start to finish. I mean, I know they had Deion Sanders for four or five years. They had Favre for a year as a backup. Morton Anderson played four or five years. Dolman played a couple. But this guy played a decade, basically, for one team, and he's going to go to the Hall of Fame as an Atlanta Falcon. I think start to finish, he's the best player in the history of the franchise. If you're listening and you disagree, fire me a DM. But that that would be my take. And then on the Titans side, I think it's easier to do this deal when you, when if A.J. Brown had been a first-round pick, I think you would think about it differently. But you have a little bit of found money on your offense. You kind of got Tannehill for nothing, and you're not really paying him that much money. And he's last year he was a top-10 quarterback. A.J. Brown is a star, and you got him at you know, pick 51. Derrick Henry is the most dominant running back in the league. So you go, you know, we're playing. And let's face it, running backs, they don't really cost that much. So you go, second round pick, you know, Vrabel and John Robinson, Belichick guys, they really value football character. Well, clearly Julio's a high football character. I read like Vrabel had talked to Saban. What the hell's Saban going to tell you? He hasn't been on his team in a decade and he's going to say, yeah, he's one of the best players I've ever coached. My fucking mom could tell you that. everyone with Atlanta, you didn't even need to be in Atlanta's building to know like when duty called, Julio was there, ready to bowl when it mattered the most. Like Julio is what exactly you want. The only question mark is the age. And if you're John Robinson, you're kind of in this arms race against the Colts, right? Really the AFC is very, very difficult. The Chiefs are a powerhouse. The Ravens are good. The Steelers are good. The Browns are good. Uh, the In the AFC East, the Bills are legit. The Patriots are going to be better. The Dolphins, you know, keep improving. Like, the AFC is better than the NFC. So now I get an offense with just three blue chippers. I get Julio, a Hall of Famer. I get Derrick Henry, who has, you know, had like 50 touchdowns and 7,000 yards the last two years, has been arguably the most dominant individual player in football for two straight years non-quarterback. And A.J. Brown is one of the bright young stars in the league. And we know our defense isn't that great. So when your defense is not that great, what do you got to do? You got to double down on offense. You got to double down with what you're good at. And it's not like there are any defensive players that are available. So I appreciate John Robinson getting aggressive. And it's what he did. And now he's got a good chance. He's He won the division last year. I think it's safe to say he thinks he can win the division again. And it'll come down to probably Tannehill and uh, Carson Wentz. But I, I think we'd all agree Tannehill's not as talented as Wentz. And Wentz is not going to play probably as bad as he did last year. So even if Wentz gets back on the straight and narrow, you go, well, we got A.J. Brown, we got Derrick Henry, and we got Julio Jones. Like, you got T.Y., cool. You got Michael Pittman Jr., and you got Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's, it's on like Donkey Kong. I think the Titans offense, which is kind of a big question mark because the offensive coordinator's gone. So you make it as easy as possible. I was covering the Raiders when Todd Downing, their offensive coordinator, took over the third year of uh, of Jack Del Rio. And it was it was bad. It was a disaster. Now, you know, there are a lot of variables. Every individual coordinator, some guys have tough starts. Like, there are a lot... Brian Dayball didn't start that fast, right? Kyle Shanahan had his ups and downs. Like, it's, it's hard to be an offensive coordinator. So you assume he's going to be better, but you're stacking the deck for him. So I, you know, I think this was a win-win when you look at it 
all things considered. And ultimately, a little bit Lions with the Rams with a Stafford deal, a little bit of an inside job. Welcome to America. Inside jobs happen, right? That's that's the way the real world works. You usually do deals with people you know. Welcome to life. Uh, some winners and losers from this trade. I listed three on each side. Let's go through the three winners. First and foremost, the biggest winner is Kyle Pitts. Because the Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith, basically are saying, we're getting rid of Julio and Kyle Pitts is going to fill that role. Obviously, they play different positions, but Kyle Pitts is going to be a guy that we're going to depend on to catch 80 to 100 balls immediately. Him and Calvin Ridley, boom, boom, let's roll. And Kyle Pitts, the way everyone in NFL circles talked about him, the way anyone with a brain and some eyeballs that watched him play go, this guy can be a star. And we're selling on Julio because another year, if he get injured, we'll never get a second round pick for him. So you just, Kyle Pitts is filling that role. Number two, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Like, I, I've never been a big Ryan Tannehill guy. But I'll give him his due. He's played well the last couple of years. I'm a big Derrick Henry guy, but I think when you look, I think he almost had 700 attempts the last couple of years. You can't maintain this. And if you do, at any moment, it could stop. It could come to a screeching halt. Now, the way he plays, he's not running guys over. So I don't think he's ever going to take a, on a big injury because he's not trucking safeties or linebackers. But you just take that many carries. We've seen it in the history of the league. Guys slow down. So if I can take a little bit of pressure off Henry in the run game and make it easier for Ryan Tannehill to go along with A.J. Brown, you lose Corey Davis, Julio and A.J., that's called two blue chip outside guys. You got three blue chip offensive weapons. And then the NFC West. Because I know this, in 49er land, they were very, very nervous that the Rams or Seattle were going to get Julio Jones. I imagine the Rams wanted no part of the Niners or Seattle getting him. Same thing with Seattle and the other two teams. Kyle Shanahan was the starter for the NASCAR race yesterday. They interviewed him. They said, what do you think about the Julio Jones trade? First thing he said was, thank God he didn't end up in our division. Thank God he is just out of out of sight, out of mind. Even though the irony is the NFC West plays the NFC South this year. So all the teams will play Julio. But it's I, I think all the teams, it was kind of a bidding contest, hoping one of the teams would overpay. Turns out the Titans got him. The losers. Matty Ice. Uh, like I said, Kyle Pitts is a winner, but it's an unknown. Like we know, not every rookie hits the ground running. Matt Ryan who is the best quarterback in the history of the Falcons, his number is the best target he's ever had by a mile is Julio Jones. That guy is gone. So it's going to take time to build up a rapport with Kyle Pitts. It takes time to build up chemistry. We know OTAs are different now. You're not spending the same time grinding. There is, there is just a gap when you have a decade of experience with another human being, right? If you ever have a business partnership for a decade and then end it, and then get a new business partnership, there's a learning curve. No matter if the next guy you're with is even better than the previous guy. It takes time to build a rapport, right? There's there's a reason when you you know you first start dating a, a year later, like it, your relationship is more powerful. Two years later, five years later, it's no different as a quarterback and the wide receiver. Joe Montana and Jerry Rice were much more potent year six than they were year one. So Matt Ryan, there's just, his now, quote-unquote, number one, I guess Ridley's technically still the number one, but 
I mean, Pitts, ideally, they got two number ones in Pitts and Calvin Ridley. Ideally, to me, Calvin Ridley's a two, and Kyle Pitts is like your star player. It just takes time. Number two, loser, the Colts. <laughs> I mean, the Colts and the Titans are kind of equals, right? They've been battling for this division the last several years. Uh, they're clearly two playoff teams, two double-digit win teams. And anytime one of those two teams improves, it's a problem. Like the second round draft pick this year meant nothing to the Colts for, you know, the Titans, right? That that individual player was not going to be on the team. So this year, without losing anything on their own team, they add Julio Jones. I, I would still probably lean the Colts are the better team. They're just more well-rounded. Their defense is really good, and that's the problem with the Titans. I don't know how good their defense is, right? They draft the, the corner from Virginia Tech, who, what I've been told, he's one back injury away from his career being over. Now he's really talented, but who knows? Can he stay healthy? Uh, so I, I would lead like very slightly to the Colts, but I'm also betting on Carson Wentz being better. If he's not, the Titans could win this division by three games if Carson Wentz is terrible again. Uh, and then the other loser, A.J. Brown fantasy owners. Last year, he had 70 catches and 11 touchdowns. I know he battled injuries a little bit, but I think going into this season you could have seen a scenario where A.J. Brown got 15 touchdowns as the clear number one guy, as just Tannehill. They just they throw 150 targets at him. Now, he still might get 10 touchdowns, but I do think it's going to be a little more difficult. Now, Julio, for whatever reason, never scored as many touchdowns as his talent should have, and it wasn't always his fault. For whatever reason, he just didn't score that many touchdowns, right, relative to how great he was. Like the Devontae Adams, like some, like he consistently has years of like 12 touchdowns. Julio has a lot of like five, six touchdown years, even when he's dominating. Uh, I just wonder if A.J. Brown might have a little more catches, but it wouldn't shock me instead of 11, 12 touchdowns, maybe he gets like six or seven, and Julio gets, you know, six or seven. So they end up with like 15 touchdowns between the two of them. Uh, so A.J. Brown fantasy owners. So A.J. Brown as a player should open him up a little bit more. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, 
with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I wanted to dive into the reemergence of the Packers wide receivers all coming back for mandatory OTAs. And it got me thinking. When I worked at Fresno State, I'll never forget Pat Hill said something. I forget what setting he said it in, but it's something that stuck with me forever. He said, the only person who truly cares about you is you. Now, this was, I forget the exact, put this into context, obviously your family cares about you, more in a professional setting, right? And you gotta be selfish sometimes professionally. And I think just as humans, we learn anyone that grew up with brothers and sisters knows, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, whenever you get into predicaments where your parents goes, tell me who did it, tell me who's wrong, tell me what they really did. And eventually you kind of got to give up a brother or sister because you're like, I don't want to get in trouble. I didn't do a damn thing. And I'll never forget early on in my career when Chip Kelly came in uh in Philadelphia, and then again in my in my stint in radio when we got new management, I wasn't selfish enough. I thought, you know, I just got to stick through it. I, I can't start reaching out to other entities and start setting myself up. I've signed a contract. Things are starting to get weird, but I'm just going to play this out. And both times, it cost me because I was not selfish enough. And I think through those experiences kind of numbed me, and now sometimes I think I'm too selfish. But especially young, when we're young professionally, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. But I told someone this in another, in another industry the other day who was like struggling with what he should do professionally. And I was like, you got to know this. You shouldn't feel bad about contacting other employers because your employer would get rid of you if they could upgrade or save money or whatever. You have to be selfish. Now you can do it professionally. You don't need to be a scumbag about it. But you have to worry about yourself first because if you don't, you will get left behind. Now, there's a balance of just being like a social, uh, selfish asshole and being someone who just, you know, puts themselves first in professional situations, right? Because you can get replaced. You can get thrown to the curb. You have to worry about yourself. And listen, I understood when the wide receivers no-showed for Aaron Rodgers. 
show some solidarity. Devontae, I mean, Aaron's... Now, Devontae has created himself with hard work and talent, but he's obviously benefited from playing with Rodgers and will have an enormous payday, whether it's from the Packers or whether it's in free agency in the next couple of years, right? He is going to become one of the highest paid players in the league non-quarterback. But, like, Rodgers is his guy, and I get it. And all the other young wide receivers... Uh, one with three names, Lazard. I mean, you go, th- I don't even know who they are. A bunch of no names. I get it. They played with Rodgers. They've had a lot of success with Rodgers. They go, we're lucky, you know, as late round picks and undrafted free agents to be playing with this all-time great. He makes me look better. We're not going to show up at voluntary minicamp. I get it. I completely understood it. I actually thought it was a major power play and a bad look for Gudikins. Like, you've lost control of your team. But now, mandatory minicamp, they're all showing up. And I, I give these guys, uh, I respect them for holding out, and I also respect them for making the right decision. Because you got to worry about you first. You don't control what Aaron's doing. In Malibu, drinking Mai Tais with the tellers and his wife doing who knows what, right? You don't control what he's doing in Hawaii, what, what's going on between him and Gudikins. You can't control that relationship. Especially if you have a good relationship with management and the coach. There's a balance of, listen, I want Aaron to be here, and like I'm part of this team. You guys pay me. I work for you. I don't work for Rodgers. Like, if Rodgers no-shows and start getting fined, or Rodgers demands a trade, like, I mean, seriously does, and says, like, I will not show up unless you trade me, you can't control any of that. It is completely out of your control. And it's very cliche. You know what's funny is when you're young and you hear, you hear it a lot in sports, but I think you hear successful people Say like, you know, be present, be where your feet are, focus on the task and the job you have at hand, right? Worry about that, control what you can control. And when you're young, it's like, shut up, I'll control whatever I can, I'll worry about everything. And the older you get, you realize what a waste of energy that is. Like if you literally just control what you control and don't assume all these other things, things typically take care of themselves. You're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some, but I do think you'll have more success on that path then you will worrying about all these other things and other human beings that you can't control, you'll be more successful. So the Packers have a little bit less of a problem on their hand. And now, like, it has been the whole time an Aaron Rodgers issue. But the moment those wide receivers didn't show up, it became an organizational problem. And I, I was interested to see what was going to happen. Then reading the reports today, they're all coming. I go, okay, not that Aaron loses any leverage, but... I don't know what the end game is here because clearly the Packers is going to keep saying, no, we're not going to trade him. We don't want the Broncos draft picks. We, we don't want Derek Carr. We want fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we, we want Aaron Rodgers to come back. We'll pay you more money. What do we have to do? We want you to be the quarterback. And the wide receiver's showing up. I, I don't know. It helps it a little bit. It just, you know, simmers the situation. Now, more than likely, Devontae or one of these players is going to talk to the media this week. And, you know, this is the problem with these situations is that you create just problems within the locker room. It's why average to below average players, when they become a problem, they're either cut or traded immediately because you do not want the locker room to deal with it. But when you have a guy as good as Aaron Rodgers, you have no choice because you're not going to cut him, obviously. You're definitely not in the mood to trade him. But all every question that every player on your team is going to get asked, coaches included, is going to be about a guy that is on the beach right now, you know, having a corona at one in the afternoon. 
And I don't blame Aaron. I would be too if I was if I was him. But I, the, the situation is, it's the number one story going into training camp. I do think Gudikins can sleep a little bit better knowing his wide receivers are there. And he gets to see Jordan Love, you know, his first round draft pick for, from a year ago, throw balls with Devontae Adams. Like that's a big thing. Because worst case scenario, if Rodgers really wants to draw a line in the sand and not show up, you get these couple days to just see what it might look like, the, the passing game, with this player. Now, I'm not trying to act like OTAs has much correlation to like week one, but at least they can develop somewhat of a rapport. Here in Devontae, I think with Coward, like a month ago, he'd never played catch with him. Why would he? He was a third-string quarterback. Devontae's just with Rodgers the whole time. So you get some of these reps with the tight ends, with the, with the running backs, and with the wide receivers, and you just you get to see what you got. Wanted to fly around. A lot of stories, a lot of different things going on from the last three or four days that I wanted to hit on. First and foremost, breaking today, Nick Saban in his late 60s has been extended. Shocker. Through 2028. I already thought he had a lifetime contract. Uh, I, I think the only question is right now, this is kind of irrelevant, is how much longer is Saban going to keep coaching? And I think the answer is simple. As long as he thinks he can keep winning natties, he's the defending national champion, he's not going anywhere. And until there is a precipitous drop-off in his ability to land the top recruits, on his ability to, you know, he's been losing coaches forever, but go into every season thinking he can win the division, win the SEC, and when you look at it, Ogeron had a year from the football gods, right? That's not happening again. When have they ever had a Joe Burrow at quarterback? Ole Miss is just never going to get the talent, I don't think, to, to hang with Saban in these next couple years. Mississippi State, like they had their run with Dan Mullen. I think their biggest threat would be Texas A&M, but we saw last year they beat the hell out of them. So Florida, Georgia, he's really just going to play those guys in the SEC championship game. I, I think we're going to see Nick, if I had to make a guess, I'd say at minimum three more years and probably at least another national championship in that stretch. I mean, he's the John Wooden of the internet age. It's just that simple. Six championships at Alabama, one at LSU. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility he could rack up a couple more, right? I mean, Clemson is, is definitely, to me, his biggest obstacle. Ohio State, and then wh- whoever kind of strikes lightning in a bottle in the SEC. The problem with Oklahoma is going to be, are they ever going to be good enough on defense? And the answer is probably no, but I think they feel pretty bullish about their team this year. So Nick Saban sucks for SEC fans. If you're not an Alabama fan, roll tide. He ain't going anywhere. Uh, Albert Breer touched on this, but it's kind of extension season for those guys that are third-year players going into their fourth year that were drafted in 2018. And I think the three guys that come up the most would be Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and he's not on their level, but his one year was really successful last year with Stefanski is Baker Mayfield. And all these guys had their fifth-year option picked up. And I understand from the salary cap people standpoint is you always want to be ahead of it. You'll always, if you can pay them early, you'll end up paying less you know, uh, in years to come because every year it gets more expensive. I understand Patrick Mahomes giving him the historic extension. He had won the MVP. He had won you a Super Bowl. It was a no-brainer. My mom knew that he was an all-time great. I just think with all three of these guys, and I get 
From the Bills standpoint, Josh Allen just took him to the AFC Championship game. That's a big deal in Buffalo. Lamar Jackson, every year he started, they've gone to the playoffs. A place they were not going post-Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Just to the playoffs. Let alone being a consistent 12, 13, 14, 11, I think last year. But they've been a powerhouse team, mainly because of him and the defense. He's been fantastic. And Baker last year, listen, some would call me a Baker hater. I'll tip my hat. The second half of the season, I thought he was fantastic. He, he was really good. I would not extend any one of these three guys this year. Because look at it like this. They're halfway through their contract. You have their fourth year. You have their fifth year option. And while you do have two franchise tags, let's just say the one franchise tag. And really the franchise tag year is the year you want no part of, right? No one wants to have their quarterback play on the franchise tag. So technically you still got two years. You got the fourth year and the fifth year option. Take a deep breath. Play it out. What is the rush? None of these guys are Mahomes. Clearly Baker's not. But even Lamar, like, let's see if Lamar can improve his outside passing. You sign Sammy Watkins, you draft a first-round receiver, we'll see. Let's see if Josh Allen can sustain this two years in a row. We're not trying to give $120 million to a one-year wonder. Do it over and over again. Now, Lamar has played really well since he started, but the contract's on your side. What is the rush? The next several years with the huge uh, you know, salary cap boom because of the television contracts, it's only going to go up exponentially. You have so much money to deal with over the next five years. Like, Take a deep breath. Enjoy your player on a rookie contract. Lamar Jackson's probably on the best contract in the league. He was a 32nd pick in the draft. The thing with Baker Mayfield, he's the number one overall pick. He makes a decent... It's not like he makes $800,000. Josh Allen was the seventh. Both those guys are multi-millionaires. Lamar Jackson, I mean, he was the last pick to have a fifth-year option. So I understand from his standpoint why he'd want to sign an extension. If I'm the team, though, my philosophy would be with young quarterbacks, not named Patrick Mahomes, let's play this out. Because we saw with Jared Goff, we saw with Carson Wentz. I would have said both those two guys, no-brainer, extend them. As I sit here today, June 7th, neither one of them are on their teams. They both got traded this offseason. And they both were extended after their third year. So I just, I, I just think we all need to take a deep breath. We all need to let the process play out. And see these guys do it again. And not even just see, just they're under contract. What is the rush? I, I, I just do not understand it. I think Mahomes is an outlier. These guys have nothing in common with him. He's beat all the, he's drubbed all these guys. He's beaten them all like a drum. <laughs> like he has, he has nothing in common with any of these three. And all three of these guys, even Baker, I'll come around if he does it again. I got no problem extending him. But let's just see them all do it again. And Lamar, like, see if he can make the stretch. See if Josh Allen can sustain it. See if Baker can just be a dominant player. Uh, the Bears. From what I have heard, and I read this in Breer's article and talking to people with the Bears, Justin Fields has been really good. They, they've really enjoyed being around him. His talent is immense on the field. Now, I've also heard Andy Dalton's been good too. Now, Andy Dalton should be good, right? He's a 10-year pro. He's been in off-season activities forever. He should be very comfortable in this scenario, right? I mean, it's like take a guy from a PGA Tour event, bring him out to your local country club and have him just play around. He's going to look good, even if he's an average tour player, right? But when the, when the push comes to shove and the bullets start flying for real, like the knock on Andy Dalton is he can't make plays out of script. Well, that doesn't happen in OTAs because we ain't rushing the quarterback. 
So to me, if if Justin Fields can just maintain right there with Andy Dalton, when the preseason games come, I don't see any scenario where he doesn't pass them. And luckily, he's not way behind him where it's like even the preseason games can't make up enough. I think my gut feeling, zero, zero inside information on this. I wouldn't even ask him if I wanted to because I'm not putting him in that situation. I think Justin Fields starts early. I, I want to lean week one, but I could see definitely in September. And I think it'll happen fast. And I think there's a good chance for him to beat him out in training camp. Just because when the bullets start flying, you got to be able to move. And Fields can move. Dalton can't really. And he can't make plays off platform, off script. That's where Fields can excel. What do the Bears not have a good offensive line? Well, when you don't have a good offensive line, you better be mobile. You better be able to move behind the pocket. And that's what I know Justin Fields can do. So that, that would be my early favorite there. Roethlisberger report that his arm should be much more explosive and powerful in 2021. I'll never forget, for those of you new, I had Carson Palmer on the podcast probably two years ago. And he told me the thing that you can never uh, be equipped for as an older player. When you get injured in your 20s, he was like, when I tear my ACL in my 20s. And just think about it. If you're, I'm 36. When I used to like tweak something in my early, pull a hamstring, have a pulled muscle, you'd rebound pretty fast. I walk 18 holes. I did I did on Saturday. I'm a little tired on Sunday. I'm like, God, Middlecoff, sack up. But I was like, God, I'm a little sore. And you all heard this forever. I noticed this. Like I eat shitty over the weekend. I'll gain four or five pounds. That did not happen to me at 27. It happens to you at 35. It's no different with athletes. And Palmer said, when you get into your mid to late 30s and you get injured, your body is never the same. Part of the reason Tom Brady has been so good, he hasn't been hurt. He hasn't had to rehab. He hasn't broken ankle, broken arm, tore a hamstring. Part of the reason Drew Brees started falling off a cliff, started getting injured. Even Peyton Manning, like ultimately, his neck was all messed up. The... Tom Brady has had one serious injury, and it happened 13 years ago. So when I see Roethlisberger, like, yeah, in theory, if you were a 26-year-old Noah Syndergaard, yeah, you'll come back well from Tommy John. If you're a 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, I think the guy we saw last year, I'm expecting the same. Any human being in their 30s and 40s can attest to, like, God, if I go play pickup basketball, I'm really sore the next day. If I do lunges at the gym, my quads hurt. I did it at 22. Nope, not phase. No different like with hangovers. It's like, God, I remember uh, in college, I could drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and be good to go Monday. I have one too many cocktails on Friday night. Like, God, I I got cobwebs on Saturday morning. It's life. No different athletes with us normal people. The difference is with athletes like, being as good as you once were is kind of required when I'm paying you a lot of money. So they can hope, they can pray. I, and, I, and listen, I'm not a Roethlisberger hater. I think he's got a, I mean, he can be a drama queen. But as a pure player, I think over the last couple decades, I would put him up in a big game when it's nut cutting time against anybody not named Tom Brady. That includes Peyton Manning. That includes Aaron Rodgers. I think anyone, any Steeler fan can attest when he was good. He was fucking awesome. He was elite. He was like Cam Newton, you know, meets like Eli Manning or something because he had the best of both worlds. 
He was a dominant player. I am not someone that's like poo-pooing or diminishing Roethlisberger's ability. But I, I think it's kind of over. Definitely what he, I mean, I think he's a shell of himself moving forward. And they were kind of stuck. They didn't have a choice. So it's always easy to be like, oh, it's going to get better. No, it probably won't. <laughs> it probably is what it is. You're just going to have to deal with it. And hope to God your defense and your run game, that's why you draft Najee Harris, to try to make up for Roethlisberger's shortcomings. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. 
Okay, let's dive in. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram handle. Direct messages, wide open. You fire in them, and you get um, you get your question answered here on the podcast. We'll start with Braden. Braden, love the pot. Question: How does it work on the business end when coaches, players, and famous people in general do podcast interviews or media hits? Do they get paid for this? If so, does every person set their own rate? This is a hell of a question. Uh, how do I want to attack this one? When you hear your local radio show, the be- the best benefit of local radio stations, the reason they have deals with your local teams and the two most powerful teams in most markets are going to be a baseball team because they have games inventory every night and a football team because the NFL is king but mainly because in their contract, like for example, where I live, KNBR. And listen, I, I'm not trying to be a hater, but radio's dying, especially with people my age. But what they still have is they get Kyle Shanahan, for example, every week during the season. Kyle Shanahan comes on every week, right? And with the Giants, they get the GM, Gabe Kapler, every week. It's part of their contract. Now, when you want a player... It's part of the team's contract, depending on the deal, to provide you a player. So when you hear a player on a just random, you know, on the team's uh, radio station, it's typically a contract through the team, and the and the player is just obligated to do the media. Now, like when you hear Tom Brady or Roethlisberger, those guys that do their weekly hits, they have a deal. And some guys just, you know, you pay $10,000 a hit to charity. Right? Some guys you pay them cash. Some guys you do, you let them sell the sponsorship. But from what I heard, like for example, when Joe Girardi was with the Yankees, his hit was worth like 500 grand to the station. So if they're willing to pay Girardi, now again, it's part of his contract, but the, the listenership was that high. In the podcast space, there aren't any podcasts, independent podcasts that are incorporated with teams. Last year on my podcast, I do with Guy. We were try- I tried to set it up with Don Yee. I he never we could never figure it out. I don't think he ever got back to me. I wanted to do a pay for Jimmy Garoppolo. I would have found a sponsor. I you know I don't know if it's worth it to Jimmy. He makes twenty five million dollars a year. But if we could get you know five to ten grand a hit a week, that's what I would have been willing to pay. Ten grand a week for Jimmy Garoppolo to come on my podcast, right? But like when you hear Colin have guests. We're calling up people on a show. They're not being paid for the most part. Now, certain people like Peter King, if you get big enough, you do radio hits, you get paid. Right? When I go on with Gottlieb, I, I get paid a pretty nominal fee, but I do it. It makes it hard. Like, I don't really go on many other radio shows because it's hard for me to go on a radio show for free. My fucking time's too valuable. Not that my time, not that I'm acting like I'm Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, but it's like I, I, I give enough of my takes in places that I get paid for it whether it's the podcast or with Doug, right? Or Colin. So it's it just becomes the pot. But like when you've heard, you know, like when coaches have come on this show, I don't have that many guests, but yeah, I don't pay for it, right? There is a benefit, obviously. Like I would go on, I could list you the list of shows that I would happily go on for free. And I do go on shows for free, just like a lot of people go on shows for free. So there's a balance to it. But most players and coaches, if they do consistent hits, they're getting paid. And a lot of coaches, it's through their contract with the team, and then the team does a deal with the local station. One thing, you know, the uh, 
the media prediction, and I think it's going to dramatically change over the next decade, right? Radio has had a stranglehold on that. Podcast is just going to grow and grow and grow. And the mediums are going to change, right? But, you know, as of right now, that's, for baseball, they're very, very tied to radio. Football, no one's listening to the radio on Sunday. We Same with basketball. We watch the NBA and the NFL. But if you have, you know, the Knicks, you get Tibbs once a week. You know, in theory, you should, right? Or you have the Mavericks, you get Rick Carlisle, right? If I have the Dallas Cowboys station, I'm going to get McCarthy or Jerry Jones. If whoever has Seattle, I get Pete Carroll or a player. So that there are benefits to that. But you pay for it. You pay a lot. It's just a balancing act. It's just the business model. If you're listening, Don you, or Jimmy, I mean, shit, we're we're open for business. I can get the I can get the sponsorship right now. Yesterday, it, it you got to pay to play. I, I'd be more than willing to uh, have paid guests for the Niners for sure. I mean, I, I hell, I'd pay Kyle Shanahan, but he would never do it. The team would never allow him to do it. But yeah. And then random people, you know, it just depends. They would technically set, set their own rate, yes. Right? So, I mean, I Peter King might get $500 from some radio stations. I don't know if he still does, but like in the in the peak of radio, like four or five years ago, guys like that were making a lot of money. Adam Schefter, like they do paid hits. It's easy to make. The best part about media, the one thing having been, I'm a farmer's kid, you know, worked in industries. Like when you work in football, you can't have another job. The best part about media is you can have like 10 jobs. You can do like eight, you can have like 15 different revenue sources. It's pretty incredible. No group of people complains more and more pe- no group of people have more access to do more things. Like if, 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 if I owned a local Mercedes dealership and I make you the manager of the Mercedes dealership, I don't think you're going to have a second job, right? But if I host a radio show for three hours in Dallas, Texas, I could also have a TV job. I could also call games for a local team. I could also have my own YouTube channel. I can do whatever the hell I want. It's, it's probably the best benefit of the media. Sorry to go off on tangents there. Do you believe that the league should do something to level the playing field on the salary cap? As a Niners fan, it annoys the hell out of me that the Seahawks will have roughly a 13% advantage when recruiting free agents because of no state income tax. Is this a real problem or am I overstating it? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the way America works. Determined by the state. You know, da- Texas, the Florida teams, the Raiders. I, I, I would argue, like, the Niners have a lot of benefits from being where they are. They have, they're in one of the biggest markets in America. Their owner makes a lot of money. I, I, I don't think it's on the league to worry about, you know, California, Gavin Newsom has dreams of making 13%. But if if he stays in control and not recalled come the fall, that number will go to like sixteen. It, it it'll be the highest in America by far. That that number is not going to stop growing if we do not if the business community doesn't get a stranglehold on uh, the radicals in this state. So like thirteen percent, like if they have their druthers, that bad boy will get up to twenty five before you even blink. So yeah, then that would be a disadvantage. But right now, I don't think it is. I'm a Niners fan, so I love hearing your takes on the team and just general takes on the status of the NFL. I even got my girlfriend to start saying promo code HAM. Anyways, I have a non-sports-related question. Do you have any suggestions on stocks to watch? I'm watching some cannabis stocks and want to see if there are any other segments you're watching. Funny you ask. 
I am pretty heavily invested in several companies recently. Skills. I'm not a financial advisor. This is just what I do on the side. SKLZ. They basically are like DraftKings, but for video games. And people, like, if you've ever been around a 10-year-old kid, they watch YouTube of video games being played. Video games, you know the biggest threat of professional sports, I think, is going to be video games. There are going to be generations that grow up watching other people play video games. This company allows you to gamble on that. So as these kids get from 15 to 25, they're going to gamble on that because they aren't going to be watching basketball or baseball. They're going to be gamble on people playing Call of Duty or 2K. Love skills. A-R-E-C, Arik, is like, uh, I'm very big into clean energy. Not necessarily like that's the way I live my life. I don't really care one way or the other. I'm not like some truther. Like I, I don't even know. But it's clear that's where everything's headed, and I'm all in. A-R-E-C, I have a big position there. It was up like 30% today, and now it ended of the day at minus 11%. PBW is an ETF also in that space. I'm pretty uh, pretty heavily on. MP is a SPAC by Shamath. Uh, I'm in on that bad boy as well. Uh, Tilray, Til, T-L-R-Y, it's the cannabis company. That's the only cannabis company I currently own. I own DraftKings as well, and I own a company called Revolve. Uh, it's basically like a chick shop on it. It's an incredible company. I've tripled my money. You know, I, I like gambling on women's and kids' products, and then just big picture stuff that even if I don't know that much about, like clean energy. You know, I, that's just where we're headed. There's no disputing that. So uh, th- those are some of the stocks I'm on. I've had a good week. I'm not going to lie. Business is booming. But it's just on paper. It's not like I have more cash in my pocket. John, 25 years old. Served four years in the uh, in the Air Force. Appreciate your service. You're a badass. And I'm currently a sophomore going to a solid four-year in Chicago. Smart guy. Current major is media and cinema studies for directing and producing. It's a pretty cool major. I've recently have thoughts, if not dreams, of working with an NFL organization. How hard and what qualifications would you recommend for someone that's interested in being a sports equipment manager or a job around that field for a team? I've served instead of playing college football and sincerely miss being a member of the team environment. Any advice would be appreciated. Well, you're obviously, we're a member of, uh, of the armed forces, which is always a good thing, right? It's always a conversation starter and in with an employer. You're going to have a college degree. Uh, if you're in media and cinema studies, to me, you could run a team's media. And as everything changes, these teams rely less and less on the actual media, and they're going to die. Like, let's face it. Like, news, are newspapers going to be around in five, ten years? Like, beside a couple of the big boys? I don't know one person who reads my local newspaper. Not one human being. I mean, the Athletic, who I, I like a lot of guys, I used to write for them, they're holding on for dear life. A lot of their cities are losing money. So I think everything's going to change. The media hated when everyone's like, everything's transitioning to video. They're like, bullshit. Well, it kind of is. That's the consumer dictates, not you. I, I, I try to talk about what I think you guys are going to like. Regardless, luckily, I hopefully like a lot of things you like. We're in a consumer driven world here and the consumers dictate everything so i would say if you're into video and stuff like that's what teams are looking for 
you could direct stuff. I mean, some of the stuff that like Belichick and these coaches do inside the uh, in the organization. That's what I would look to do. Equipment manager. Uh, I, I would. That's a hard job. I I, I would avoid that. I, I would try to get in something in the production element. If, unless you're into being equipment manager, I think you could just apply and probably would be able to somehow figure it out. I, I don't know exactly. You would just have to kind of start cold calling some of the equipment managers with in Chicago or wherever you wanted to live. I'm interested in getting into investing and trading and was just curious what apps or websites you use recommend to start out. Big fan of three and out and uh, Haberman Minnikoff. You know, to be honest with you, I, I would say the Wall Street Journal, I guess. Uh, I, I don't even read the Wall Street Journal anymore. I, I really get most of my information. I, I'm kind of a gut feel you know, guy, uh, I get a lot of my information on CNBC. Like I don't, you're not listening to Warren Buffett here. Like I I just kind of pick industries. I pick companies. I kind of follow Tony Robbins rule. If you use it and believe in the product, it's never dumb to invest in it, right? Netflix, Amazon, we're just square companies I've invested on. DraftKings is a company and just, and then I invest in industries, whether it's cannabis, whether it's clean energy, whether it's uh, women's clothing, you know, I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't do, I'm not like diving into the financials. I'm a gut feel guy. You know, I've made a little, I've lost a little. I, I don't pretend to be some genius, but I, I'm not breaking down the financials, you know, in uh, whatever, some PDF files that the finance guys are reading. I just, I listen to a couple podcasts. Uh, this podcast I found pretty good, actually. It's called Animal Spirits. It's a couple guys that work for this dude on CNBC, Josh Brown. I just find it an enjoyable listen. Just kind of uh, just some of the basic stuff that's going on in the finance world. I like it. Hey, man, I'm usually a vodka soda guy, but your pod inspired me to have a tequila soda. Fucking game changer. Appreciate it. I agree. Uh, I actually might have a big vodka company partnering with us, so I'll, I'll go back to being a vodka guy, but I'm a vodka tequila soda guy. Those are my drinks. Part of it because it's just an easy one to cut some calories because I can become a fat ass fast. Who would you take to start your franchise? Justin Herbert or Josh Allen? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, just for I love Justin Herbert, but he's played one season with no fans. And he was remarkable. I would lean Josh Allen, but I I, I wouldn't go wrong with either guy. I just... I, seen Josh Allen play more. I've seen him in multiple playoff games. I just have more information. I, I I think it's really that simple. I just have more information on Josh Allen. And I love Justin Herbert. Any individual thoughts on Thibodeau from Oregon? I think most people expect him to be like a top 10 pick. He's got to have a big season. And I think at Oregon, they're expecting him to have a big season. He's a guy that I I haven't I can't pretend to like studied him, but I've watched enough Oregon and he's a huge recruit. Uh I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities a top ten pick. Got a question for you. Would you come back for a full time job in the NFL? If you did, what job would it be? Uh the answer is no. I, I would not. I, I like what I do too much now. I, I own everything I do. I'm the boss of myself. The other it, it wouldn't be an option. <laughs> I, I have the things I have said over the years on podcasts, on Twitter, if someone hired me to be like, uh, it, it, I wouldn't even be interested in, but let's just say hypothetically, someone wanted to hire me to be like an assistant college director and scout all over the country. 
they would bring up things that the reporters in that area would bring up things I said more than likely about that coach, about players on that team. It would be too controversial. I'm unhirable in the NFL, given just things I've said on the backlash that would come. And depending on the team, maybe I crushed the owner. I don't know. I've said a lot of things. I've been talking now for, you know, since pretty consistently since 2014. So we got eight years of letting it fly. My greatest advantage once I left the league is I didn't give a shit. I didn't want to go back. So I didn't hold back. Well, part of not holding back is you know you're never going back. Now, people make money in the NFL. I never did. I think the most I ever made was my last year in Philly. Well, I made like 50 grand. You know, I just, that, that wouldn't pay the bills now. I'll probably do that. Now, obviously, I, you know, guys make 100,000, 200,000, some scouts, right? I got buddies that make a couple hundred thousand dollars. But it just wouldn't interest me. And again, I'm not, I'm not acting, it would not be an option. I'm unhirable in the NFL, uh, given my past of talking. I was watching draft day the other night, terrible freaking movie, but also I watch whatever's on. Cause well, guess I love football that much. And I got to thinking if John Lynch made the trade, the Niners made to number three and took Micah Parsons, how long until he was fired? Does he make it out of the war room? On top of that, let's say he miraculously traded back to six and swindled the team at seven to give him back three ones. So dumb and took a running back. What's almost worse, trading two twos for a running back. Yeah, that that film is outrageous. Well, in fairness, it it wasn't John Lynch's pick. I like John Lynch. I'm a big fan. Uh, He actually, you know, might have been some gifts sent to the Niners on behalf. They've been good for our business. Lynch reached out, was pretty cool. Uh, Pretty normal guy, shot me a text. I'm a huge John Lynch fan as a human. But, like, it, the Trey Lance thing, it, it was Kyle Shanahan's call. So, like, under no, like, Kyle Shanahan would have had to take Michael Parsons. If John Lynch was the guy doing it, uh, yeah, then it probably wouldn't have happened. You know, I mean, it would have been a disaster. That just, even though I think Michael Parsons can be pretty good, but what was the dude's name in the, uh, in the movie? Khalil Mack's cousin, Billy Mack, James Mack, something Mack. You can never go wrong with a football player just named Mack. Isn't that Alvin Mack? Wasn't that the dude in the program? Khalil Mack? How, just, the last name is Mack? That dude just sounds like he belongs to make tackles for losses. Who wants to block a guy with the last name Mack? Hint, nobody. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great week. Uh, share the podcast with your friends. Tell, uh, tell all your friends. Also on YouTube, John Middlecoff is a YouTube channel. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great week. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.